Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode of the Light Path Podcast, I am officially banning a word from my vocabulary. At the end of this season of self-love, I want to look at trying as an act of self-love and talk about why I'm banning trying from my vocabulary. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again so much for joining us here. I actually just want to say a huge thank you for the amazing response we've had to this month of self-love as we prepare to leave February tomorrow. I think it's been such a dynamic and beautiful month to stop, to reflect and to really boost our love of self, even just our awareness of it. And I wanted to end this month with um, a little proclamation I'm making to myself. And that is, there is no more trying. So I think that we we often get caught in the trap that self-love is actually about being better, being more, doing things or behaving in ways to be more worthy of the love that we should actually so freely give ourselves. And as I was reflecting on that, I wanted to look at trying as an act of self-love and talk about why I am banning trying from my vocabulary. Look, I get it. Because trying is something that we're taught to do. We're taught that giving something a try is enough, that trying is a positive thing to do. But when I unpacked the energetics of trying, when I sat with it and looked at it, I immediately banned this word from my vocabulary. When it came, here's the caveat, when it came to describing anything that I was doing, So at its base, the word trying is a really positive and I'm going to say tempting thing to say. Uh, It's a really positive thing to often admit to and it's a really on the surface of things a very self-loving thing to declare that we are trying to do something. It's an expression that feels good. And I think it's also, maybe this is societal, but it feels like the right thing to say or the right thing to do. Like even think of what we say to little children. Oh, you're trying to ride a bike. Oh, you're trying to eat your broccoli. Oh, you're trying a different food or whatever it is it's really seen as a positive reinforcement and very affirming right like we're encouraging them because if they just tried they might like it 
And really, we're trying to reverse psychology them <laughs> and we're trying to say, oh, just try it or well done for trying. But what we are actually saying is that that child is doing it, but they're not really doing it. So they look like they're doing it, but it's not the full expression of doing that thing. So you're trying to eat your broccoli. Well done. That is basically saying you're not really eating your broccoli, but at least you're giving it a go. Oh, you're trying so hard with your handwriting. How many times have I said that as a teacher in my life? You're trying so hard to read those words. I can see how hard you're trying. When I think about it, I don't think the child sees it this way. I think the child has learned through conditioning that it is a very positive and affirming statement to hear about themselves. But what I'm really saying is, I mean, you're trying to do it. You're not really reading the word. Like your handwriting isn't really perfect, but I can see that you're at least trying to make it perfect. So you're doing it, but you're not really doing it. It's not like the full expression of that activity or that task. Like you're giving it a go, but the outcome and the way that you're doing it, it's not perfect. Like you're not fully there yet. You're not fully accomplished in eating broccoli without whinging. You're not fully accomplished in forming your letters the perfect way, whatever that means. And so basically that energy of that word, when we use it for ourselves, let's bring it back to us, is really about non-commitment it's really about saying that you're not fully in it's really about highlighting imperfection as if completeness or perfectionism is the goal of doing the thing on whatever you're doing like the outcome is more important than the process of what you're doing and in a way I think when we say I'm trying to do something has got the vibration of I can't do it or I'm not sure I can do it or I'm not sure I'm going to continue to do it. Now, I can't express the importance of the energy of words. It's not massive. It's everything. And if you haven't thought of words as holding energy and a vibration before, then consider this. Consider this theory, if you like. Let's call it a theory. I think it's fact, but scientists have gone to lengths to to prove its validity. But a word or a thought holds energy, and that's a vibration. And this vibration then affects the matter or the form that is taken in and around us. If you're not familiar with it, look at a Moto's experiment, a Japanese scientist. Uh, Many others have conducted similar ones as well. But the results basically were about what would happen if we used words on different objects, what would happen to them? So from memory, I'm pretty sure that he had different types of plants 
and he put the plants under the same conditions. So that was the constant in the experiment. All the plants had the same conditions. The only variable, so the only difference was that to certain plants, he poured verbal, out loud, loving words onto it. You're such a beautiful plant. Look at how you're growing. I love you so much. All the words. The other plants, same condition, he projected words of hate onto those plants. You're a disgusting plant. You are such an ugly plant, whatever he said. What happened was in just a matter of a few days, the plants that had that loving vibration of word or energy poured onto it were thriving. The ones that had the words of hate were already wilting, moldy and going bad. So I did it with plants and I think he did it with food. He also had a control group, which was interesting. Good scientists will always have a control group. The control group was same conditions again, but the variable was he ignored them. He didn't say that they were great. He didn't say put words on them that were negative. He just kept it neutral. What he found with those is they didn't do so well either. They didn't wilt and go moldy or as bad as quickly as the ones that he spewed the words of negativity on but they didn't flourish so what we say we create as the old saying goes speak and so it shall be in the quantum world of energy and vibration in which we live we literally align with whatever it is we're putting out there Our words are massively powerful. It is said that a simple hum from the voice box can be felt galaxies away. So if you really understood this, it stands to reason that we've got to be really careful with the words that we use. Yes, the words that we use internally within our thoughts, for sure but even more careful of the words that we actually project out and we add that force, that energy of vibration of voice. So when we use a word like trying to describe something that we're doing, we're actually adding an emotion to that vibration, making it even stronger. We're adding commitment. We're adding identity to that vibration, making it even stronger. We are adding so much power to that vibration. So all in all, the use of this word trying is actually not encouraging us. It's actually keeping us in a place of strive, keeping us in a place of imperfection, incompletion, non-commitment and doubt and all that goes along with it. Have you ever said any of these phrases or something like them? I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to save money. I'm trying to date. I'm trying to get over my last relationship. I'm trying to start my business. I'm trying to be more confident. I mean, the list is endless. But can you hear yourself in any or all of these phrases? To be honest... 
I can hear myself in them because hand on heart, I have said every single one of them. I've said every single one of them multiple times and then some. Now that I truly understand the energy of just that one word, when I erase it from the sentence, it massively changes the meaning. So instead of I am trying to lose weight, that vibrationally holds the energy of I'm doing things I don't actually love or I don't actually want to do. I'm not perfect as I am. I'm giving it a go and I'm not too sure that I will lose weight. I feel powerless over this process. I don't actually trust myself in the process anyway because I'm just trying. And what happens? The process of losing weight is not enjoyable. It's not in alignment with the outcome and it is driven by lack, punishment or shame. So I invite you to say a a phrase without the word trying. Such as, I'm trying to save money. What if it is, I'm saving money? Then bang, that sentence becomes a very powerful statement. I'll put them side by side again just so you can hear it. I'm trying to save money. I'm saving money. One is a declaration of strive. It's a declaration of not being there. It's an admittance to I don't have enough. It reeks of lack. The other is a statement. It's a fact. It is what I am doing. It is infused with action, forward moving motion, confidence. It is aligned with the energy of trust and abundance. So I invite you to have a play. Think about the last time you said to someone that you were trying to do something. Oh, I'm trying to be more organized. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm trying to meal prep. Whatever it is you're trying to do. Take the word trying out and see how confronting it is to say it without it because you actually can't avoid it then. You can't fail at it then because you're stating it. I could go on and on and on about the power of the I am and I'll probably, if I'm honest, do another episode on that because I am statements are the most powerful ones you can do. This is why I don't mess around a lot with um, affirmations. Affirmations should be stated not to convince yourself but to claim yourself. I want to stress that. So a lot of people will use affirmations to try and convince themselves into a way of thinking or a way of perceiving. You know, standing in front of the mirror saying, I am perfect the way I am. I am beautiful, all that kind of stuff. Um, When you're using affirmations like that, your conscious brain is going, whatever. We don't really believe that. And it's almost like, but if I say it enough, it will come true. I will believe it. I will believe it. And that like, to me, that's just a lot of work and a lot of willpower that I just can't be bothered to spend. My energy is precious. I, I want to be as effective with it as possible. So when you say an I am statement, you better believe you're saying it. 
You better believe that you are showing up. So pick a phrase with the word trying in it that you've said about your, and maybe an experience that you've had and, and really sit with that, like what you're actually saying. So write out that, that I'm trying, whatever you've, whatever you've said or whatever you're currently saying and like literally write it out, put it on a piece of paper so you can see it. Honestly, it's a bit of confronting experience, but being real with ourselves is so helpful. So let's not avoid it. And when we get confronted, we get clear. So the simple solution is there's no trying. There is just I am or I'm not. (laughs) I am losing weight or I'm not. Because when we start with that sentence, it's a very powerful proclamation. It's a claim. It's a commitment. It's a dedication. It's a decision. It's an actual decision. We've made a decision that we're committing to it. And the core, the root of self-love is actually being able to rely on ourselves, not letting ourselves down. So when we say something like, I am organized, We know that when we're disorganized, we've actually let ourselves down. And that's a betrayal of self. That is the opposite of self-love. But let's play with the energy a bit more. I'm going to go back to the example of weight. Because we can take this one step further. We can always take it one step further. (laughs) So I think I'm trying to lose weight is probably something most people have said once if not a trillion times in their life maybe i'm wrong maybe you've never been affected by this but i'm pretty sure most people have said it so if we can change that to i am losing weight already it becomes a more powerful statement when we compare that to i'm trying to lose weight but when i say that or when i look at that if i was to write that down on a piece of paper and i have done this i am losing weight In fact, when I saw that, I immediately cringed. I am losing weight. Saying it, writing it out felt so wrong. And what felt so wrong about it is it was not at all linked to my actual true intention or my true energetic driving force behind what I was doing. Immediately when I said it, I wanted to change it to, I'm healthy, I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm looking after myself, I'm taking care of myself. That's what I'm really doing. The losing the weight is just the repercussion, perhaps, of that. But those are the truth about what I was intending to do or what I was trying to do. The health, the strength, the fitness, the looking after myself, the caring for myself, the prioritizing myself, the seeing to my health was the truth of the actions and the choices. It wasn't the weight. The weight was the byproduct. So just by removing that one tiny word, trying, I was actually able to abolish the pressure of the byproduct I was able to see the misalignment of the story I was telling to and about myself. 
and I was able to distill it down to what was actually really going on. I was simply looking after myself. I am looking after myself. That is empowering. That feels lush. That feels so loving. Try it. Try it with something that you're doing. Oh, I just used the word trying. Oh, the irony. The irony is I told you to just try not to use the word try. (laughs) Oh my gosh, got me there. All right, let's do it. I was about to say let's give it a go, but that's the same thing. Let's do it for another one. I'm trying to start a business. I am starting a business. Okay, so... If we distilled that down, that could be fine within itself. But is the business a byproduct? Like, let's question it. I am pursuing a dream. I am committing to a passion. I am sharing my knowledge. Give it a go. I think you'll be really surprised with what you can come up with. Oh my gosh, I just said give it a go. See how quickly my mind can literally trick me It's crazy. So there is no perfect solution or perfect way to do things. This is just a way that I have noticed the energy of using a particular word to describe something I'm doing is actually really holding me back. And I wonder if it's triggered something in you, if it's holding you back. But I'll leave you with this. If I had to sum this up, My take on it is there's actually no trying. There's just doing or not doing. And the next time I try to describe something that I'm doing as the word with the word trying, I'm going to question my dedication to it, my belief in my ability to do it and my confidence when doing it. And I'm going to attempt to erase the word trying and make a claim, an I am statement of what it is that I'm doing. And I can guarantee you, you will find what I have found by doing this, that you're more committed, you're more purposeful, and you're more accountable to yourself. Which, as we know, that is the true, pure essence of self-love. I've adored spending this month diving into self-love with you. I would love to continue it, obviously, but I hope that we can take so much from it. And until next time we meet here again, I am sending you all the love and light in the world. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.